I've had three near-death experiences, and I couldn't explain these unusual events, so I shoved them aside. But the third NDE changed everything. When I was in my upper 40s, after I got married and moved to the country with my husband, at the ranch, I developed an allergy that caused me to get very congested. I never had it before, and I thought it would go away as the season changed, but it did not. At night, I would take a decongestant to alleviate the congestion so I could sleep better. One night, though, it was worse than usual, and during the night, my chest hurt because breathing my breathing had been cut off. I did not have the energy to sit up, so I reached for my husband and I called out for him to help, but he did not respond. In the next moment, I found myself out of my body, and I felt like I had taken the biggest, freshest breath of air that I had ever had. I felt like I had been set free from captivity, and now I was bathing in an atmosphere of the purest peace, love, and tranquility that can't be imagined. I could also feel I was instantly connected with the universal consciousness, and I knew everything was as it should be, and it was glorious, that feeling. I could see my husband and me lying in bed below, and I knew I was dead. That is when I noticed my hands were still over my tummy like they usually were while sleeping. This means it was my spirit arms that reached for Gavin and it was my spirit voice that called for him and that's why he did not respond. I zoomed down to see my body from different directions then I returned to a point above where the ceiling was. That's when I noticed the roof had melted away and was no longer there. As I floated there in love, I could feel my energetic arms elongated and out to my sides. I saw a silver cord float by in front of me and above me, from left to right in an atmosphere that had no gravity. When I saw the silver cord float by, I noticed a ball of light approaching in a slight S-shaped curve off to my right. While the light approached, I was more interested in what was happening down at my physical body because I noticed something lifting out of my physical legs. What I saw was a shimmering blue energy, the color of the sky on a beautiful day, floating up and out of my body, then the shins, then up out of my thighs. When that energy totally escaped the body, it drew up toward me. It drew up to me because I was the energetic consciousness that had already left the upper part of my body and I had been watching the remainder of my blue spirit body exit the lower half of my body. I, in spirit, had stretched to escape my physical form. Somehow, because I was connected to the universal consciousness, I knew this was my own slice of the creator spirit. This tells me our energetic consciousness is our personal slice of God's spirit, and through our spirit, the creator is always with us. When the blue energy floated up to me, I became whole again, suddenly morphing into a shape of an orb that glowed, who was now sitting in a wand of unconditional love. The wand was the creator's symbolic gesture, showing me this NDE was connected to a prayer I had prayed two years previously while singing the songs, Breathe Upon Me, Breath of God, and He Touched Me. This tells me our prayers are answered, but not if they interfere with someone else's lesson plan and only in the correct timing. While the metamorphosis took place, I could sense my shape 
morphine because my spirit arms seem to fold in towards my body and my spirit legs pull up as I transformed into the shape of an orb that glowed, just like the radiant white light that was zooming toward my room. My vision went through a fishbowl effect for an instant until the transformation was complete. Then my sight became better than perfect and I was amazed I no longer needed glasses and I was healed from everything that ailed me. And God healed my soul during this evening as well. Suddenly that tiny glowing light that had been coming forward from the right zipped into my room where I was and stopped in front of me promptly growing and changing into the most incredible heavenly light being that was infused with light and had light rays coming out of its heart center. It was beautiful. Initially, I could see the light being's hair, the shape of its face and its clothing, but I couldn't see its face clearly because the rays of light were obscuring my view. So its identity initially was hidden, but later I find out it was Jesus. Jesus already knew who I was and he loved me regardless of my successes and failures. He loved me just for existing and loved me without condition, just like he does all of us. In the meantime, I noticed a second ball of light coming through the darkness from the left, but I turned my focus back to Jesus because he held his right hand up to me, palm up in a gesture of come take my hand. Then he said, it's time to come home, Jan. When he told me it was my time to go, I thought about my daughter, Gina, and I wondered how she'd take my death. But my thought was answered without having to ask. Jesus told me she'll be okay. Suddenly the second light grew bigger and was now beside Jesus. I could see clouds bubbling around the edges of the glowing light, but the brilliant energy was actually alive. This magnificent force was God in all of his essence and he loved me unconditionally. That's when God reached out his energetic rainbow arms and embraced me. He pulled me to him and while he held me, he showed me many moving moments of my life and told me these moments matter, understand them. Some of the moments I recognized, but some I didn't because they had not happened yet. Still wanting to go to heaven and not back to my body, the angels came for me to convince me to stay. They took me high into the sky where I became one with the universe and could be in all places at all times. And however, nothing I was shown or experienced changed that I still wanted to go to heaven. Suddenly I was back in front of God's light just on the precipice of entering when I was shown one more thing and it was important to me. It was an image of my middle son, Kurt. And somehow, by looking at his face, I knew something was going to happen in the future. And if I wasn't there to support him, he'd go down a pathway that would not be so good for him. Now, how would I know this unless it was planned? I must have had some kind of agreement with Kurt to be there for him. That's when I made the decision to stay. And I told Jesus, I'm not ready to go yet. Jesus was happy about my decision, and that's when I turned back into the blue spirit body, and I sat down in Jan's body, slipping my butt into her butt, slipping a spirit foot into each of her spirit feet, her physical feet, but not completely, and I put my spirit hands on my spirit knees and rocked back and forth in Jan's body until I, its consciousness, could get up enough momentum to lay down, snap back in, and help Jan sit up and gasp for air. All the while I re-entered my body, I heard a voice from heaven 
echoing over and over again until I completely entered it. The echoing message is not only for me, but it's for everyone. And that voice kept repeating this message. Love is the only thing that matters. Well, my task for understanding the mini movie moments was enlightening and tied together to create a much bigger, beautiful picture of what life is about and how heaven assists all of us daily. But not everything is planned. God showed me moments in my life, not every second. Every choice we make can take us down a different pathway, but there's certain moments that will happen no matter what direction we take. We all have our own purposes in life, and they are unique to each of us. But the primary reason we are in this world is to spiritually grow and learn to love and share love by encouraging others to do the same.